Just Be an Earnest podcast is proudly presented by Traeger Grills. And if I'm just being earnest, I love my Traeger. I had one before they wanted to sponsor the podcast. I'm a day one Traeger and guy, okay? I got the 885, little joints, a hot little piece. It's so easy to use and everything I cook tastes amazing. Specifically, my bacon bush light beer soaked brown sugar bacon burgers, <clears throat> which is my specialty. I absolutely love my Traeger. It's so simple, versatile, and has a superior flavor from cooking with 100% natural wood. This barbecue season grill with flavor. Grill with a Traeger wood pellet grill. Once you experience Traeger wood fire taste, you will not want to go back to cooking with gas and charcoal. Just how it is. Traegers are easy to use. There's no need to constantly prod, poke, and flip your food. Just load up the hopper with 100% natural wood pellets, set your cooking temperature like you would an oven, and let Traeger signature heat and smoke do the rest. Look, with Traeger 6-in-1 versatility, you can do it all. We're talking about grilling, smoking, baking, roasting, braising, and barbecuing, from burgers to brownies, everything in between, pulled pork to pizza, you guessed it, okay? Smoke cocktails. There's no limit to what a Traeger can do. You got to come to the spot, dog. At the studio, I got, like, all the Titan helmets signed. Oh, yeah. From every franchise. Were you at the Music City Miracle? Yes. You were there? Yes. Shit, man. Kevin Dyson, ma- baby. Damn it. Where were you sitting? Uh, in juvenile, right? Looking out the window. <laughs> 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 but I could see. Are but you I, could, I swear to God, but I could see it from myself. <laughs> oh, my God. But I could see. But I could see it from myself. I could see it from myself myself dude it was awesome just being earnest just being earnest just being earnest just being earnest we're talking about tags on cars and you're talking about how your g-wagon has none i just want to say this first Part one was funny. We're going to be high as a motherfucker on yeah, part yeah, two. Part, two is- part one, we were like, we drank, we, we did knock down a half bottle of Sincoro pretty yeah, quick. Yeah, we're doing though. all right. Yeah, I'm proud. I wish you'd take another one. Yeah. Probably had to be one. But tags, time. we're talking about, because, you know, in LA, like you see all these super nice cars and none of them have tags and nobody's really tripping about, it's just like, oh, they just got it from the dealership. Nobody's pulling them over. But like my Mitsubishi had tags, but. They expired in 2013, and I was still driving in 2015. <laughs> but it would have cost more money to get my shit fixed so that I could pass emissions than the car was worth. So I just drove that around was- with bad tags. And like part of the price I paid every day was Delaney being like, get your tags fixed. I'm like, it cost $2,000. And then, and then a, you know, cop would pull me over. No problem. So before he even comes up, I got my shit. I'm like, I know tags are terrible. It's going to cost a shit ton to get my shit done. He's just like, they've been expired for three years. <laughs> they're just like, I love the way you said, you said it real casual. Like, yeah, the tags were a little terrible. Yeah. Like terrible dog. I like, got to tell, I got to tell him. I got 15 on it. <laughs> I got to let him know. Like, yeah, look, I know the tags are already an issue. Yeah. I don't know if my taillights are out or whatever. Mitsubishi. I had a, I had a, uh, I had a song called beat up car. And it was right after I got my Ford Fusion, which was the car after the Mitsubishi. <laughs> my first adult car. I drove a 98 F-150 single cab uh, maroon in high school. That was my first car my grandfather gave me. Then 
went half and half with the rents and got a Mitsubishi Galant. And that was when I started getting pulled over a shit ton. And then I got a Ford Fusion and tinted out the windows and sprayed the wheels. And I got pulled over a lot in that as well, but it was a nicer looking car. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but it didn't take like, I don't know, it didn't take but three weeks before I put a scratch on it and popped four tires. I think I popped, I popped four tires in three nights. I popped two tires on the right side by hitting the curb, pop, pop, spare, new tire, and then like, Three days later, oh, pop, pop, shit. and did it on the other side. <laughs> I dodged a German Shepherd one time, and the other time I just turned too soon. Fucking shit, dog. Jesus. <laughs> Terrible. Well, for what it's worth, I don't have tags on my car now. Yeah. And I got another car that's tags have been out since uh, September of last year. Yeah, you'll be fine. I mean, driving through Brentwood, Brentwood cops, man. Dude, listen. It is, like, fucking weird. Brentwood, yeah. Franklin... Bell Mead, there's certain areas of town I drive through. Bell Mead, scary. My mom's It's like got the Metro cops are just sitting there waiting, like, ha ha, bitch. Cause I was coming from Sperry's one night, right? Mm-hmm. Right there. Cause we, we played the Temple Hills. Yep. And then we went to Sperry's and got fucked up afterwards. Me and my booking agent, shout out Hunter. He's fucking dope. Yes. But, uh, and I was driving through Bell Mead and I was like, man, it is a lot of police right here, man. I was like, I did not expect this to be such a police situation. This escalated quickly. Yeah, I was like, fuck <laughs> me, man. I just kept smoking my doobie and riding. Like, it'd be all right. Fuck it. Man. I don't worry about getting caught weed no more, dude. Most metro cops right. and, like, surrounding county cops don't give a fuck about weed. Yeah. They'll just be honest. Like, tell me the truth. Is this all the weed you have in the car? Like, uh, like, like if you think you're going to get, like, 20 pounds, I'm not your huckleberry. Yeah, no. If you were looking for, like, a quarter ounce of some kill, I got it. It's right yeah. here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> but, they probably are. And they, yeah. <laughs> and they probably they're are. They're like, yeah, you're right. I was looking for the 20 pounds. You don't got it. I was like, yeah, thank you, man. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like, whoa, look what I did. Hey, Magician over here. Voila. Magician. Um, yeah, dude, so... The, I love everything we've dug into and talked. Now we've gotten stoned and it's going to be a whole another hour of some good shit. Oh, yeah. No, um, uh, but I think we got some fan questions. Do I just realized, y'all, I don't know how I missed the TV right here. Yo. Okay, never mind. That's a segment. Yeah, let's never do mind. fan questions. Never mind. I seen a segment. I was like, why is there Spanish on the TV? One of my right-hand men is a Samoan. And he came from uh, America, Samoa. And he's got the whole shit tattoo. Look, I know all kind of shit. I know how to say Sakefe. Wow. Yeah, yeah, man. What's I mean, that mean? What the fuck? What's yeah, Sakefe? Yeah, is fuck. So Sakefe oh. is like, what the fuck? Oh, Sakefe. Yeah, so listen, no, my dude, That's but it's tight. like, what I love about their culture is it's all in tonality. Sakefe Cafe. Right? So like, you can say Sakefe. Like, I guess we could be like, what the fuck? Or what the fuck? You know what I mean? For them, it's like, you can be like, Sakefe. Or you can be like, fuck a Sakefe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's like, that's like gangster shit. I love But that. I call my big Samoan dude Chihu. Because it, well, listen, when Samoans get drunk, and happy or ready to fight, they chihu. Have you ever heard of Samoan chihu? No. They're like, chihu. It's fucking yeah, nice. So I call him Big Chihu. He does not. I love it. that. That would be intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> it would also yeah. be fun. Man, I want to go to Hawaii. I love St. Thomas. I love the islands. I hear like Hawaii is just the island. Do California. you not have a house there? I feel like you're Tiny's in some island all the time. Because I was like, you're somewhere all the time. Yeah, that's that's it. I love going there. We Did you write there. locals only on what, like, what was John. it? That was some, like, fucking, I'm just out here and I'm finna write some fucking. Yeah, we wrote, me and BK were there, um, and our wives went. 
we were just going to go for 10 days and bring them. And we stayed on St. Thomas down the road from Delaney's dad's spot. Okay, dope. And then they fell in love with it. And we're like looking at spots to rent for a longer period of time. And we ended up staying on St. John for six weeks. Really? And like they flew back, got their German shepherds. Delaney got her Australian shepherds and they flew back private with the dogs to St. John and uh, we chilled at this spot for like six weeks and just were writing songs all the time and yeah we wrote Locals Only and Coolin while we were there and like a bunch of other ones me and BK and Jordan Schmidt wrote dope and uh, yeah dude the the islands influence my music so much like even on songs that aren't about a beach right just the vibe like came into my life so much I feel like it matches you as a human completely right I found myself dude when I went to St. Thomas for the first time when I was on the beach like that was where my crazy like I'm still you know I still have a wild hair but like all of the who the fuck am I craziness yeah left me when I was there for the first time and I stayed for like six weeks in St. Thomas and I was like I just started to cool out and realize everything was kind of all right even though I had no, I wasn't making any money. I was playing at bars, broke, just dropped out of college. My parents didn't believe anything was going to work out. You right, know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like the only You're person in my family. What? Not, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And all of their friends at church and yeah. school or, you know, Facebook, right? right so, right. um, and the beach was just like, man, I don't even care. That, that, that world doesn't even exist. It's just, I got to play it tickles Thursday night and I'm going to freestyle for three hours. Did you come up with the tropical cowboy thing down there or was that a uh, tropical cowboy is way after that was a song title. I believe that BK had a few years ago and then we wrote that song tropical cowboy and I just kind of like I made a bunch of songs around that locals only existed before tropical cowboy and I guess we started writing tropical cowboy as like an answer project for locals only, but I've just written so many songs since then. Right. We're, we've almost just bypassed that tropical <laughs> cowboy is still my brand, my LLC, my touring LLC, Right. but the brand has just gotten so much. You bigger. have an LLC separate for everything. Um, yes. I do too. Yeah. I only have like two LLCs, but yeah, yeah. no, I got a, a publishing, uh, oh, yeah. equipment, a rental company, uh, touring company, a fucking like like a management. Use the same name for all of them. Variations of it because they're all based around my my, my father. Yeah, my my father. Genius. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> See, but my father who passed away was one of my best friends, and he uh between him, my daughter, my son, and my wife. So all of them are a variation of that. Oh, like my cool. publishing company is like Songs for Noah. Like my management company is Bailey's Ballads. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. My equipment rental is Bailey Bunny Buddy because my father's name was Buddy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's a variation of family shit. So. That's cool. Yeah. Mine was not as thoughtful. Yeah. <laughs> You're like tropical cowboy. I feel like an asshole. I should go yeah. change, I'll see something meaningful. <laughs> it's a, um, listen, everything's been a change for you in about three weeks, baby. That's right. It's a totally Less different than perspective. That. Yeah. What's up, guys? It's Ern. I'm excited to announce this special edition. Just being earnest callings have dropped. Get yours today. Cheers. Yeah. So you're winding like down, week. right? Yeah, how's yeah. she how's she handling that? She's good. Walking around look like she's got a goddamn uh, volleyball in her or something like that. What's yeah, the ball? She ball? actually's pretty compact though. She yeah. can wear a big sweater and pull it off. It's pretty yeah. crazy. That's gangster. <laughs> yeah. Um let's do fan questions. I let's love answer. fan questions. Let's take a we shot. Got, let's do a shot as well. Yeah. Okay. 
What is this shot to? Fucking, I don't know. I'm too high to come up with a cool idea for a shot. Cheers to that. <laughs> Cheers to you getting me high on a podcast. <laughs> I'm over here. Hey, everybody. Fucking, we're that back. That's a, yeah, that's my You didn't even shot. do a piece of a shot. Yes, what are I you did. talking about? I took son? a huge sip. You got to do a little better than that, though. You can Bob check the boy. footage. Come on now. Yeah, we'll roll it back. Don't yeah. be, please roll that back, y'all. Look at that little baby sippy okay. tip. <laughs> Listen, funniest moment with look, you did it again. Listen, Dude, it's what tequila. are you talking? What did you expect it to be? Tequila and LaCroix? <laughs> listen, no, I had the funniest moment with Ern the other day at a bar. Yeah, listen, yeah. I had the funniest moment with Ern at a bar the other day, right? Ern goes, we take a couple shots of tequila, and the bartender knows me there, so he, he takes care of us. And the third shot that came out, Ern said, hey, man, I don't, I want a shot, but not like that shot. He said, you know what? Never mind. Give me the same shot, but just give me a lime. <laughs> and maybe some salt. I was like, "Do you think that's gonna make a difference, dog?" Like, it does. he was like, "It was so funny." Do you want some lime or something? No, no, that's, that's strong. I have to, I have to host a, I have to host a show here, man. <laughs> we got to keep oh, it professional. We're professional now, huh? <laughs> says the guy who just put out a doobie that he made me smoke. Fuck, <laughs> man. I didn't make you do anything. First impression of Vern. There's a fan question. First, yo, Who asked it. Drew Siegs. What up, Drew? Yo, my first real impression of Vern was when I heard the rap shit, and they were telling me about who you were. And then I was like, When would would that was that after or before I saw you at Josh's house? Like that would have been 2014. They would have probably been after. You probably had no idea yeah, who I was at that time. Yeah. I was just one of Josh's. And they were like, Yo, he spits. Yeah. Yeah. And I think somebody has some, and they play some. And I was like, no, he spit spits. Like, he, like that could work. Like, I was very critical. Yeah, and yeah. Still am of, of white yeah. rappers. Yeah. Like, I'm very critical. Me too. Of white rappers. Me I'm too. like, well, hold on now. If this is if that guy right there, because you had the buzz fade. Yeah. Like, if that kid can fucking rap, I uh, somebody's got to prove that to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, and it was. I thought I was like, yo, that shit could like actually work. And then I heard about, yeah. and then Alex King had told me that you were big loud. Right. And doing the writing thing. He's like, yo, man, this kid is like a rapper, but he's like fitting to be like one of the biggest songwriters in Nashville. I was like, I fucking know that guy. And then I just argued. I didn't argue. I argued your point on busting with the boys. I was like, I think he's the best songwriter in Nashville right now. Wow. Straight. I don't know. You probably didn't hear that clip. You don't give a fuck enough about me to listen to my he, podcast. He told me about that. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, that's not true. Thank you. That's what you're supposed to say. No, you but I mean, dude, guys, guys, you know no, but I'm just saying like, there's rooms I look forward to getting in because I'm going to learn something today. What rooms are there? Man, Ashley Gorley. You haven't Rodney got in with Clawson. Gorley yet? You got in with Gorley, no, right? No, these rooms I get in and I'm fucking just karate yeah. kid. Okay, yeah. You know, sure. trying to take in as much as I can. Definitely Gorley, Rodney Clawson, uh, Shane McAnally, Josh Osborne, um, I love uh You were you were with Zach Crowell yet? I love Zach. What a fucking beast. I mean, he came up through hip hop too, by the way. People are just there's so there's so many people that are better at writing than me. Right, right. Like, I'm yeah, just what I'm Craig saying Wiseman, is Hardy, what I'm like, saying fuck. is I think that y'all are having your moment well, Hardy, I clued up the whole big loud movement in that. I think y'all are having your moment now. Right? That's just what I think. Like, you know, this my cause listen, let me tell you something. Ashley Gorley's had more number ones than you can shake a stick at. Yeah, right? than anybody. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right? So it's like, I think he's, like, not to say he can't have a moment again, but I think he's, you know, we will goat him at this point, right? Yeah, you he's have goated, been goaded. Sure. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. now we're looking at baby goats, right? <laughs> Since you've been goaded, we can now move forward to the baby goats. And I think you and Hardy are in that discussion. 
Shit. I hope so. I mean, damn, that'll be cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's it. That's you got to be real high to look around and be like, yeah, man, that'd actually be awesome. Yeah, that would be yeah. cool. The more what's I think room, about it. What's a room that you've been in writing wise that someone's done something that you've just gone, oh shit, like that's another level? Um, Craig is that guy a lot of the times right. where like you could think, you know, maybe a song's dead before it starts, like maybe for an hour whether you're up here on zoom, like you got a cool idea or whatever. And it's just not going anywhere. And then all of a sudden Craig, like, especially when you're up here on the third floor in his room, notorious for going out and pondering and smoking a cigar and like dude can come back after smoking a cigar, just have it figured out. Like I got rain a, man. Shit, I dog. got a feeling that I got a feeling that live like you were dying probably or something happened like that because yeah. Because I've just seen it happen with him so many times where he's, yeah. and then it's like, right, hold, on, hold on, hold on, I think, and then he'll go outside, all right, what if it's like, and then it's yeah. that, and you're like, yeah. and it's everything, it's, it's the that, nuance of delivery, yeah. like, you got it all right yeah. there, it's that, that shit. It's that Jay-Z effect. Yeah, man, that shit's crazy. It's that Rain Man shit, dog. You don't even have to write it down. Yeah. Yeah. Craig Craig Wiseman is is the goat on that, for sure. What's another fan question? What does that say? I am regretting immensely everybody else taking a piss between part one and part two at midnight. I just sat here like a fat ass smoking weed and fucking like, yeah, I don't feel like getting up. (laughs) Can we take a cut? Because I'm like fixing to urinate myself. (laughs) It's like like it all hit me at once. We'll be right back for part three. That's hilarious. (laughs) Spring is on the way, which means long days with sunlight which means more opportunities to be hanging with friends outside doing some grilling or hanging by a fire. And if you're like me, those good times may turn a little too good, make for a rough morning. Things changed when I found Goody's Hangover Powder. I can still have as much fun as I want at night with my friends, knowing that Goody's Hangover Powder has my back in the morning to get me on my feet and feel an alert. Goody's makes it super easy for me. I simply have to pour the powder in a glass of water, throw it back, and boom, fast pain relief's on the way. Goodies has hooked all of my listeners up with a discount code that you can use on Amazon. Use one off Ernest for a discount on six packages. All right. So you're back. Figure my own shit out. Oh, yeah. That's right. Listen, that was not a false alarm, though. You're going. That was a piss piss. That was one of those. How good did that feel? Barely got it out of the sweats. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) What did I do so wrong to you? (laughs) Fucking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fucking shit. I told him, Alex, that was not a drill, baby. That was a real piss. Yeah. I think so, son. I don't fuck with him. Yes, but you won't hear me say that about too many people, but I don't fuck with him. Nothing against him, just, you know. No, no, same story. Yeah, he has that effect. But um, my thing is like, this is this is my thing, right? Let's all, I don't care if it is on the record. Party with whoever you want to party with. Party however you want to party, but don't let that affect the greater good, mm-hmm. right? Like, I've been on tour with, like, tour is like being in jail with somebody. You find out who a motherfucker really is on tour. You know uh. what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, like jail is like, you'll leave six months with a cellmate and be be- and be best friends for the rest of your life. And be like, damn, how, do I, how can I be best friends with somebody I've only known six months? You spent 24 hours a day with that dude. I know his grandma. I know his cousin. I know his aunties. I know his uncles. I know his shitting habits. I know how often he shits. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had enough instances with that dude on some... Like, here goes my other thing, man. These dudes' business don't be straight. Sorry. 
Yeah, but these dudes, they, the business don't be right. It's like, get your motherfucking business right, dog. Like, I'm not with that old fucking cornball shit. Like, yeah. don't, you know what I mean? I'm like fighting this thing. <laughs> I'm like fighting two it. hands. That's yeah. right. Fucking. Yeah, it's like these these dudes don't have a business trait, dog. Like, get your, like, come on, man. Let's, you know, listen, man, let me tell you something, dog. If I tell you, sitting here right now, I said this in a song. If I tell you a donkey's finished shit ice cream, you should get a bucket and a spoon. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I tell you that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if we ever get in a situation where a mouse is fitting to fight a chicken and I tell you bet on the mouse, call your mama. Hmm. I need the deed to the house. You know what I'm saying? The mouse is fitting to whoop the chicken for sure. This dude knows some shit. You know what I mean? It's like, do what you're going to say you're going to do. That's my thing. Even if even if what you say, you you know how many times I've overextended myself in a conversation and had to back that shit up? Because that's what I said I was going to do. Mm-hmm. I said I was going to do it. I got to fucking go do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, them dudes don't do what they say they're going to do. And that bothers me. Because right, you won't find, the only person you'll hear a story Jelly Roll didn't do what he said he was going to do is a drug dealer I didn't pay back back in the day. And fuck you and your mama, come get it. You know what I'm saying? I'm never going to pay you, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, how I feel about that is, like, real simple of, like, my daddy used to say, son, never be a snake unless you're in a snake pit. Hmm. And I carry that deep with me. Never be a snake unless you're going to be in a snake pit. So it's like, the only time you'll ever see me, I'm not a snake. Unless I'm in a snake pit. Then at that point, fuck you. I bit you. You bit me. We bit each other, bitch. What's up? We was in a snake pit. We knew what the fuck we were in this for. Yeah. But yeah, that's the problem. Artists do not. I encourage artists. I advocate this. Learn your business. Figure your business out. Three things I hate is artists that don't know their business. Artists that hide behind management. That's the most infuriating. Like, dog, don't come over here and act like you're so disconnected from your fucking life. It's like, I don't know. Let me talk to Phil. How about motherfuck Phil, dog? If you got to talk to fucking Phil about something, you're a fucking sucker, bitch. You know what I'm saying? I tell you, I know who's on top in your house. How about that? If you got to ask Phil, you know what I mean? It's not like a let me check my calendar. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, I don't know. Let me consult with Phil about that. Like, man, fuck Phil. I bet your old lady fucks you. I bet you ain't fucked her one time in your motherfucking life. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, and Phil fucks your old lady. For sure. It sounds like Phil's got the money around his yeah. I bet you're in a fucking 60-40 with your manager. Uh, God. Anyways, thank you all for letting me get that off my chest. Christ. That feels yeah. good. Yeah, it does. And Don't for the next fan question. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fuck Phil. What are we, by the way, what do we got? You got tree to, top. You got to yeah, on top yeah, of it. Yeah, shout out to the treetop, baby. They, they, listen, man. Sheesh. They knew I was doing the pod. And I mean, I was for like, CBD, Yo. I am cooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you were smoking? I was smoking weed. I was like, fuck. <laughs> oh, got me. I, it's placebo. I thought I was high. <laughs> yeah. We got a whole nother doobie left, too. Are we going to finish these shots or no? Be honest. I'm not finished. Break my shot. heart now. I break it's over. That's it. That's it. I'll finish, I'll finish <laughs> and you heard the cr- and you heard the cr- it's got ashes in it. But that's my problem. <laughs> Dude, that's so fucking gangster. Oh <laughs> shit. He's like, fuck it. What is in that drink? <laughs> I love the way he's like a straight tequila. Man. He chose ash water over tequila. <sighs> I love it. He chose ash water with tequila in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yes. Tequila LaCroix. I love all the 615 shit around here. I love the goodies hangover powders in here. I'll probably take some of that with me. 
How about the new uh, Project 615 golf hat? That's what I was doing. I said, I love all the 615 shit. You got oh, the 615 yeah. EE on the door. You got the Project 615 golf I'm hat. I'm trying to represent, dog. It's Project 615, and I'm, if I'm wrong, I'm going to sound like such a douche, but are they the one who do like the Titans hats too? Yeah, they do Titans and T-shirts. Titan Yo, hats, t-shirts. son, listen, they had a hat that I never got that I would pay them so much money if they'd remake it. Uh, Kroon, but, Kroon uh, my, my manager is... He owns Project Six One Five. No, so take it up. With they him. had to give Derrick Henry the ball. Hat. Yeah, yes, that hat was the best hat ever, and they had to give Derrick Henry wait, the ball is, mask. Wait, is that that's is Hang, that Hang 10. Ten? And those are your guys who used to do well, and still is involved with the creation behind uh, all the Bustin' with the Boys merch. Okay, so there you go. Yo, you're off the hook, Kroon. Yeah, listen, Kroon, I'll take some free shit from you too. <laughs> but to give Derrick Henry the ball hat, man, listen, man, that's crazy, dude. You got to come to the spot, dog. At the studio, I got like all, all the Titan helmets signed. Oh, yeah. From every franchise. Were you at the Music City had. Miracle? Yes. You were there? Yes. Shit, man. Kevin Dyson, Ma- baby. Damn it. Where were you sitting? Uh, in Juvenile, right? Looking out the window. <laughs> 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 but I could see. Are but you I, could, I swear to God, but I can see it for myself. <laughs> oh, my God. But dude. I could see it. <laughs> but I could see it from myself. I could see it for myself dude it was awesome it was such a i swear to god dude back then b pod was facing the stadium i tell you how real it was god rest his soul my dad came and waved at me (laughs) on the way into the game and he came out of the game and really went like that because we just your dad yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. He knew bro. where to stand, so he comes to the kind of see me all the time. Yeah, for sure. No, for sure. And the so, like, if you're looking at the front of Juvenile, I was up in the right corner. I had the corner cell, so I mean, I had a clear Best shot at the, the field, and I could see the other jumbotron, jumbotron right? right? Uh, and fucking dude, I, right next to the Logan's landing. Yes. Fuck God, yeah, I bet dude. You wanted some Logans. I wanted anything. <laughs> Listen, I would have ate a dead bird raw. I was so fucking tired of eating what I was eating in there. Man. And listen, we were in juvenile, so they, we didn't get commissary. We got snack time. It'd be like snack time. They'd be like, we're going to bring you some snacks. And it's like you get a cookie or something. But I worked in the cookie department, so I would tuck my <laughs> pants down into my socks, and I would fill my britches up with cookies. Of course And you I would, would walk, and you'd just see my pants flowing like there's just cookies everywhere. I'm holding my pants up like his. Fucking just cocked to the sock. Did baby. you have the name Jelly Roll at this point? Fuck yeah. Listen, there was an albino <laughs> dude that ran the kitchen named Oscar, and I called him Pops. God rest his soul. He was the sweetest dude, man. And we fucked around. He loved me, dude. He'd be like, come on, Jelly Roll, we go do snacks. Be like, yes, I'm on Snack Patrol. My whole unit knew that meant I was coming in with like 60, 70 cookies, dog. <laughs> I was so filled up with cookies, dude. It was I, it was no secret. The guards just never fucked, but I'm walking like <laughs> Looking like the Michelin man. My pants are like MC Hammer parachute pants. They're just full of fucking sugar cookies. They were soft. Man, it was awesome. That, is that was the only good part of that whole experience. Well, that and the Music City Miracle. Yeah, that I looked. <laughs> yeah, I literally watched it out of that my corner. That is incredible. Cell. Yep, true story. Yeah, no, I swear to God. Yeah, me, that, me, I mean, me, what me. are the odds I ask about the Music City yeah. Miracle and you have, dude. you have that story? Yeah, I was like, dude, I'll never forget it. Me and Josh Carter were cellmates at the time. He was from Joe Johnson. He shot a cop. Shot at a cop and hit somebody else, and he was like 15 years old and got charged as an adult. He was wait- I'll never forget me. He was there. For- we were fighting for a little time to look out and see the football game. It was awesome. Wow. Yep. True story. Did y'all go. Y'all go crazy. We went nuts. The whole jail. I mean, the whole juvenile went nuts. We were crazy. We all like hollering information back as it's happening. 
Oh, dude, like I was like an announcer. Yeah, dude, I would I was like say, scream under that the door to everybody. The most exciting oh thing yeah, for sure. Forever. I was like, I was like the announcer because like the other side of the unit, I would scream and let them know what was up. Or if you had a cell here or a cell too far, this way you couldn't see the field. There's only like seven or eight cells that could see the actual field and the the jumbotron. Right. So I was like screaming information through the vents. You know what I'm saying? Like touchdown Titans. Yeah, and all right. And how how you would let people know you were hyped back then is you kicked the door. Yeah. So the doors, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, that, that was like your way of like protesting or cheering at yeah. the unison yeah. group. Yeah. You know what I'm Depending on what was going on. Yeah, yeah. Know, like when somebody would get released, everybody would kick their door while they were walking out. It was like your way of being like, yeah, you yeah. know, you were like fucking 15, 14, 16 years old or some shit. What were you in there for? That particular time, a yeah. robbery case. That particular time, robbery. Mm-hmm. How, many, how many times did you go juvenile? Twice, three times, and all th- two times were for robbery. Once for was for a um, violation. Gotcha. Yep. Violations will get you every time. Yeah, yeah, they'll do it, boy. <laughs> hey, yep, yep. Drop that hot piss, and we'll see you back once in you, here. Say, once, you're <laughs> in, sure. once you're in, you're in. Just, yeah, yeah. I had this probation officer would come to my house, and I'd get piss tested at the house. Yeah. Yeah, and they came one time, and I just I dropped hot urine and had to go back and do like 12, 13 months or something. Dang. I got in a lot of trouble as a juvenile child, and then it carried over into my adult early 20s. Yeah. It was like mid-20s. I was like, you know what? Jail sucks. Like, I don't want to do this no more. Yeah, it's got to be exhausting. Yeah, it wasn't fun. <laughs> yeah, but nothing about it was cool. Because you're not a bad dude. Yeah, so no, I wasn't a bad guy. You just, no, yeah, I just, just, yeah, just trouble. Like, it ended up being drug cases later. So yeah. it was like just like random like the police did a knock and talk in west nashville one time and i don't know you know what a knock and talk is sounds like they knock and then talk to you that's <laughs> exactly what happens wow, right man. that's it but the, the catch was they were looking like while they were talking to you for a reason to be able to fuck right them, looking you know? for probable cause so like for us we always gave one because we smell like reefer yeah. so they'd be like fucking they'd knock on the door they'd be like hey uh it smells like weed over here. We're like, what are you actually here for? Well, we came to talk to you about somebody stealing some stuff in the neighborhood. But since we smell weed, can we have a look around? And you're like, no, you can't have a look around. They're like, well, because we smell weed, that's what they call probable cause. So we're going to go have a gander now. <laughs> I'm saying uh, that was it. Yep. Hate to see it. Yeah. It, it's, uh, <laughs> now that I'm now that I'm like a grown up, I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever. It's what it is, what it is. Like, I'm over it now. That's not going to happen anymore. No. <laughs> No, You're I just got police have pissed now. Off construction I'm a felon now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm a felon now. So every now and then a cop will do like a weapons check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And I'll be like, hey, man, that's fine. But listen, let me tell you something, officer. I know my rights here, too. You can do a weapons check. You don't got no business being up in my little sunglass holder. You don't got no business flipping my fucking visor down here. Yeah. Any, where can I store a weapon? You can look under my seat, in my console, and in my glove box. And that's fucking about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. Like that's no, a that's right. a, yeah, that's a standard weapons check. You know what I'm saying? Like you can check I don't have a weapon in the car. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm speaking the gospel here. And I and I just say that to him nicely like sir, you know, cuz don't don't try to give me a citation for the weed. I've got in the ashtray. You don't got no reason getting my half a doobie in the ashtray. I don't have a gun in there. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you're looking for a gun, console, seat, trunk, it's about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a guy that knows it's right. Would you be my lawyer? Yeah, I got you, man. <laughs> I was a jailhouse lawyer, and I was actually pretty good at it. I got people out of trouble all the time. That would be so fire. But yeah. you, did you read a lot? Yeah, yeah. I didn't have nothing else to do. What's your favorite I'm book? I'm self-educated. I never made it to high school at all. Yeah, but, I mean, 
I think some of the best education happens outside of a school building. Oh no, for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I tell I tell my kid all the time that what they're teaching you in school is not going to yeah. help you. Do it, and it's good to for task management and all that. But dude, it's like yeah, my you deal get out is in the real I world. tell Bailey, I said Bailey, it's not what you learn when you get that degree. It's that you're showing some corporation that you had the aptitude to do something for four years, even though you didn't want to do it right. to get the sheet of paper. Yeah, they don't really give a fuck what you learn. You're gonna forget all that shit, anyways. You're just showing, hey man, I complete tasks. I yeah. signed up to college and finished. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't actually give a fuck what your skill set from that was. Right, and they're and they're mar- marking their job off the checklist too because they got faculty meetings once For a sure. month. And yeah, we're not reading. That changed yeah. my whole perspective about life. What you just said was whenever I realized that most of these people are just doing their job. Mm-hmm. I used to take everything personal. Mm-hmm. You know, like a cop. Are you fucking with me? Fucking. It's like, yeah, you're doing your job, man. I was it might have just hit me right now yeah. that that's the case. Yeah, I was like, I was doing. <laughs> like I was you do- said yeah. that, I was like, no, you're, you're fucking right, dude. Yeah. People are just doing yeah, their job. It's like, <laughs> you're right, officer. I was doing 70 and a 40. You fucking pulled me over. No, don't turn off the hit. Don't yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> Call it off. He wasn't a bad guy after all. <laughs> don't do your job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, quit I'll your still job. pay you. Yeah. It's just not go to jail yeah don't it. do it don't do it don't do it <laughs> sheesh no i was gonna say what what's your favorite like what's your favorite book so it's changed through the years but if you like gun to head quick right now book the five yeah. people you meet in heaven by mitch album oh wow it's a short read it's quick i like a short read yeah but it's uh it's so powerful and it made me think about my father it was like i don't want to spoil the book but it's well, first of all it's a 220 page read uh you ever read tuesdays with more no nope. same author Right. So this dude wrote a bunch of just one more day. He had a lot of really good books. They were all short reads. But of course, I mean, I read everything you can think of reading. I just referenced those books because it's like if you ask my five, my five favorite movies, you'd laugh at me. Right. But I have a reason why. Right. So like for this book in particular, Tuesdays with more I loved because it was a dude that was dying that was like explaining to his old student how he felt through the entire death process and wanted to document it as he was dying from cancer. Mm. Incredible read. Five people you might meet in heaven was this for the five people you meet in heaven was this dude who was like he worked like a carnival, you know, and every chapter starts at it was his birthday this year. And he seemed like the most average dude in the world. But when he dies and goes to heaven, the first five people he meets shows how much of an impact he had. And it was like my wow. father was like a meat salesman. He was like the most blue collar, went to the tin roof every day, has a plaque over the bar where he drank at kind of dude ever. Down here? Yeah, mm-hmm. right now. We'll go see it after this thing if you want to. Mm-hmm. But he was like the most down, probably crab, but it's like the most down dude you'll ever meet, right? And I was like, think about the impact you had, and you didn't realize the impact you actually had. So like when I read that book in prison, it made me think of Pops. It made me think of one of my favorite stories. That's in Scott Reel's journey to freedom. They talk about a kid who was going to a, an evangelist who was pitching up tents, right? And he was like preaching every single weekend. And he was like, man, just nobody would, you know, he just didn't feel like he was having an impact. And just when he was about done, it was the last night. He was like, I'm never doing these again. I have no impact. The very last altar call he had, a little young kid walked up and found God that night in that tent revival. That kid was Billy Graham. Wow. That kid went on to save more people and bring more people through revivals to Jesus than anybody ever. You know what I'm saying? It was like just like the most southern tent revival thing in the world. This dude was over and he felt like it just wasn't, you know, it just wasn't the juice wasn't worth the squeeze no more. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like the Colonel Sanders story, right? It's all of this is in Scott Journey, uh, Scott Reel's Journey to well, Freedom yeah, book. It's tell, incredible. tell me. Did you know this story too? No, tell me. This dude was a failed businessman in every way you could be. It was like in his like 60s or 70s that he came up with the idea for KFC. Wow. Could you imagine bombing for like 15 businesses? And just not stopping. And just being like, no, fuck it, still going. People dying thinking you're a psycho. Your friends (laughs) dying before you ever fucking died. I knew he was a a fucking psycho. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. Literally, dude. And you end up being fucking Colonel Sanders, dude, having KFC. You know, listen, y'all have to read this book. It's called Journey to Freedom by Scott Reel. He's a local guy. Grew up here in Nashville. That and the five people you meet in heaven. Five people you meet in heaven. Also, Tuesdays with Maury, both by Mitch Album. Okay. Scott Real Journey to Freedom, different book, but I'm high and I just was bunny yeah, trailing, no, having fun telling you about my story. No, I love books. this. But it's like those were the books that helped me. It's like my five favorite movies. Which my, are? Listen, my favorite movie of all time is arguably Cool Runnings. Oh, wow. Right? That's a great Great pick. Let me tell you why, though. Man. There was such a story in there I needed to know about life. Sometimes you can do everything right, and you can do it with people laughing in your fucking face, and the sled will still fall apart. Right? Like, I know that's a crazy thing. That's some real stoner shit, right? But it's like, I've watched that movie 10 times and went like, what did they do wrong? They did everything right. I mean, they went to the moon and back, dog. They really took the time to figure the shit out. And the fucking sled broke. And I needed to learn that in my life because so many times shit has came wow. so close to happening and didn't work. And I blamed myself and it was the fucking sled. I had nothing to do with it. I did my job. Sometimes the sled falls apart. Second favorite movie. You're about to make me cry. <laughs> right? It's a great fucking book, movie, right? That movie will change your whole perspective when you think of it that way. Dang. And they did it with people laughing at it. They did it with people gawking at them. They did it. Man, they picked up that broken sled. <laughs> right? That's crazy, though. They, yes, I'm telling you, you got me finna cry. I'm telling you. It's hands. just out of your hands, dog. Yeah, you can only and do the way they do. dealt with the broken sled. Wow. Yeah. They put it on their shoulders and fucking walked past the finish line with everybody staring in dead silence yeah. until they realized what they were doing. Fucking game changing, right? Yeah. And the people joke, they're like, cool, running your favorite movie. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, think <laughs> and, about the impact. And here's the reasons why. Yeah, and I totally <laughs> relate. I mean, dude, was it, um, God. I'm tipsy. So what was our dude's name? It wasn't John Candy. Yeah, wow, John Candy. Was it John was, Candy? Probably. It was, yeah. right? That, that played the, the coach. coach. Yeah, yeah that's That was John like Candy, a degenerate yeah. gambler. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many little things in that movie that are like, what a fucking crazy movie. Mm-hmm. Goodwill Hunting's another one for me. My best friend, Real, right? He don't know that Good I feel this way about him. Movie. Crazy movie. I watch it all the time. Yeah. He don't know I feel this way about him. But Real was my friend when I was selling drugs in the street. That was my friend that was constantly like, what's up with the music, though? Do you remember how Ben was when he was like, dog, I can't wait till the day I come to your motherfucking house and you ain't here. I hope you don't tell me bye, bitch. I hope you're just fucking gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was real for me. You know what I'm saying? Make Mm -hmm. sure y'all send me that clip so I can show that to real, because that was real for me. Real for me was the guy that was like, dog, when are you going to put out music? Yeah. Like, man, we're getting money, man. Who cares, Bubba? Man, when are you going to do what you're really supposed to do? Yeah. So that was always one of them. You know what I'm saying? When did, like, all right, when when did you do, when was uh, Break Out the Mask and the Glock? What year was that? 
Um, got the mask and the glove. On the snow record. You and snow. Yeah, which is what I... I know that was so funny, My nickname right? was Snow before yeah. I knew that. Yeah, for I was sure. Snowflow as yep, a joke yep. in high school. And for, then, the, for the record, we didn't... We didn't Project Pat named that group. Okay. We didn't have nothing to do with that. But okay. Project Pat and Juicy J, which is crazy to say on a microphone, that those two dudes were like, yo, this is who's y'all are going to be as a group. Let's tie I can't remember the that. year. It had to have been maybe... It was 2011, maybe. Can we look it up? It was yeah, called I SNO. I have it on. Here it is. I can't read that from there. Oh, no, that wasn't it, though. No, put in. Yeah, because we use that sample. So put in SNO, Jelly Roll, whatever. Yeah, you probably put in Jelly Roll. There it is. Yeah. Masking the Glock. Because we sampled the record. Yeah, there it is. There it is. There it is. Yeah, Snow, we called it Year Round was the name of the album. It's 2011. Ten fucking years ago. My senior year of high school. That was when right? I first got introduced okay, wow. to Jelly Roll, and I've been fucking rocking with you ever Fuck since. Fuck yeah, Bubba. You know what was crazy about that record? Oh, this is the best podcast I've ever done, because we're talking about crazy shit. So Yeah, we're off here. I had this fucking song on there called Pain No More. Mm-hmm. You won't feel that pain no more. Mm-hmm. You won't feel that pain no more. Right? I wrote that song in jail the last time I was there. Right? Ah. And it was the first song that I'll ever remember that I tried to like sing, sing on. Right? Like, that was obviously me not singing. I'm like, I can't scream. No, no, no. I, got, I don't no. want to pull the mic back and do it how I would no, do I it. So it's probably people like, I do. Can't That's the first like, time nah, you weren't just rapping, sing. rapping. But yeah, it's like, <laughs> it was like my first, like, I came into the studio and sung it for Juicy J because I wrote it up like completely acapella, no beat or nothing. I was in jail. Yeah, right. And I was like, yo. <laughs> oh, you got maybe. Yeah, like it's a- like, I didn't have an NPC or something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I was like beating on a table. Hey, like, bro, yo, hit me with a boom, Check boom, this shit clap. out. And I imagined a guitar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. I played it. And Juicy was like, we got to put that on this album. That's time. I was like, all right. That's and Juicy tight. J and them made like the most three six mafia trap beat for it ever. Ha! <laughs> Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, for sure. Just super fucking three six mafia beat. Man, that's hilarious. Wow. You've dropped an insane amount of knowledge here in the last fifteen minutes, dude. Like wow. No, it's good. Oh yeah, so we only got two we got three more if you so you got um, cool, cool runnings, cool runnings, fear or not fear, and love. <laughs> which was a great one, by the way. No, uh, I learned something good from will, that. Dude. Goodwill hunting, goodwill hunting. Man. I loved a beautiful, uh, beautiful mind with Russell Crowe. Beautiful mind. Yep, yep. I need, yep. To, I need to rewatch it, that. No, dude, it's an incredible watch, man. He was like, it, it all came around like the goodwill hunting vibe to me. Like he was a guy who struggled with mental issues, which I feel like I, admittedly, the music reflects. Like I have dark things I deal with. Yeah. And he found a way to overcome that was like like one of the smartest dudes in the world, right? So I just always was inspired by that, like on a real personal level. Back to Goodwill Hunting, I also want to say I think the best monologue, top five in movie history, was when Robin Williams was sitting there going, you know what, man? I realized that you don't know what it's like to stand in the 16th chapel and look up and feel that breeze hit your face. You don't know what it's like to be in love. You don't know what it's like to have a way. Like, dude, I get chill bumped. Dude, yeah. I want to cry. Like, yeah. it was like that monologue is so yeah. fucking dope. Robin Williams, right, man. dude? Oh my god, the best. I've man. referenced him in so many songs. Glitter, yeah. probably the most famous. When I said, uh, um, and they asked me how I'm feeling, I'm somewhere between Hendrix and Robin Williams. Wow. Yeah, and it's like wow. the idea of that bar was. 
I'm somewhere between killing myself one or two ways. No, I know. I, I yeah, just, like I just you got it. When you, you know said that, I, mean? I was like, damn, he's either going to OD or hang himself. For sure. One of the two ways, oh. right? Like, it's like uh, um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon. Mm-hmm. Said he had a, a favorite quote that he used to say. He said, nobody really dies. We all kill ourselves. Mm. Just one way or the other. Wow. Right? Like, nobody ever really dies. Like, one way or the other, like, everybody, like, obviously, cancer is the exception to that rule since yeah. he said this in, like, 23. Yeah. But if you think about outside of cancer, like, man, either your heart stops because you were pretty hard on your heart. It might have been when you were 100 or 70. Depends on how hard you are on that motherfucker. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or yeah. you, we all go out one way or the other, right? Yeah. But I, to me, that was a line. But, Robin, uh, have you ever seen Steel Magnolias? Yeah. Yeah, not not in my last, you know, 10 years of life when I would be conscious watching it. Right. So I got a girlfriend make me watch it one time. (laughs) I love that movie, man. You know, because like, I think the power in that story to me was when the lady, uh, Shelby, you know, she was having the baby and she knew the baby could kill her, but she just felt the need maternally. Like, like sometimes when the greater cause means more than your life itself, like Mm. that is just such a powerful story. Plus to me, that was, acting like back in that era like you want to see dolly parton fucking act you go watch fucking steel magnolias dog if you don't cry during i made my yeah. daughter watch it yeah we said i have told you about i'll tell you about it. we'll talk about it off camera but i got a list of movies i make my daughter watch and once a week i sit her down and go all right this is next on the list and it's like the classics yeah, yeah like yeah. the no, goonies right that's what yeah, you like, like i culture you her. have to give yeah. them those yeah yes. like the sandlot the goonies father of the year oh that. dude fuck dude happy gilmore was yes. a must watch i yes. made her watch life with eddie murphy and martin to watch the hangover yes dude for, I, got, I gotta get her a little old <laughs> Older, a little she's 13 now oh, yeah. so i'm having wait to, on the hangover <laughs> i'm Caddy having shack. yeah for sure i'm having to ease my way into it Space so we're like Jam. yeah we're like at happy gilmore <laughs> you know what i'm saying like the right down the middle stuff that still has some weird stuff and it's like oh, but have you seen the bear witch project yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like one of i made her watch still mcnoise the other day and we just sat there like bawling crying together no. you know what i'm saying like fucking me and my daughter and my wife all hooked up on the couch squalling that's healthy yeah no dude it's like a must watch for me and my fifth favorite is yeah. the one people joke on me about because i have no reason to want to watch it it has no impact on me except for i thought it was george clooney's greatest moment oh brother where art thou Oh, yeah. wow. I just fucking yeah. thought that movie was great. I don't That's know why. That's a great movie. Good soundtrack, too. Great right? soundtrack. I thought it was just a fucking great movie, dude. I, lo- I love that he was like a con man swindler till the end. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I play just golf with the guy that sings that... Uh... I was a man of constant sorrow. I can't remember what his name is. What's his name? Uh... He was out there with Daly and uh, Steve. Does, God, uh, Soggy Bottom it. Boys. Yeah, yeah the Soggy yeah, Bottom the Boys was the name it. of the band on the movie. Yeah, I, I don't know who actually sang it. man of constant sorrow. I've seen trouble oh, on my day. Listen. He's seen troubles all his days. Listen, I, w- I talked to so many uh, people in no. prison into getting that tattooed on them. Constant Man of sorrow. constant sorrow. Oh, that's yeah, hard. Dude. It's fucking gangster, dude. I might get mine out I'm of prison. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> I, might, I, might. I still want to get. I just always. I never got mine. Can we tattoo each other? 
Yeah, I'm into. I don't care. I'll go right. Have now. you tattooed anybody? Yes. Yeah, let's do it. We got yeah. not right this second, but let's do it. Yeah, for no, dude. I'm so in, dude. I have so. I have. I have. Do you have constant I'll sorrow tattooed you on you somewhere? No, you can tattoo it on me. You can pick the spot. Uh, let's give each other a constant sorrow. Yeah, tattoo. I got. I got a lot of real estate too. Yeah, I've tattooed a few people. We used to make tattoo guns out of like uh, uh, cassette players in prison. Yeah. How's that work? Well, first of all, a guitar string would be the needle. Right, yeah, you yeah, unwrap yeah. the guitar string. What right? do you use for ink though? You got to melt the cassette. What do you What do you melt to make? So the they ink? have what they call like an Indian ink that you could used to be able to get on commissary in certain places for art. Okay, and then you just shoot that Indian ink in you. What do you? All right, so explain the tattoo gun. Well, so like you know, you can fast forward on a cassette player, right? So the idea would be take that motor out of that, and the way it would fast. Oh wow! Yeah, bunch of geniuses going on in prison. I mean, some of the smartest men I ever met were in jail. Oh yeah, I mean, I, sure. De- Delaney's uh, dad's brother, Delaney's dad, Rob Royer, like I spoke about, you know, in the last episode, one of his best friends ever, Sean Finnegan. His dad or Sean's brother, older brother Mike Finnegan, played key played a uh, Hammond organ on Electro Ladyland, and like so he was like musician, tall, six seven Irishman. Good time. I'll throw you fucking through a wall and all that. But great musician. And Sean, his younger brother, was just as smart and just as talented, but got into gang shit, owed a lot of money, moving heavy drugs, all this shit. So this is like, you know, I'd say early 80s. And Rob was in the Rob was in the band Bread back in the day. I will give everything I own. So Delaney's dad. So he was just always around musicians. And then he had a he had a band with Mike Finnegan in the 80s called Toast. And it was just some guys. It was it was either Toast or Road Dogs. One of the two. <laughs> well, he had both bands. I'm just not sure which one it was. So they're setting up, and Sean is helping Mike load in all this shit. And so he's loading. And, and Sean would let me tell these stories. These are these are great stories. Anyways, they wrote movies about it. But Sean comes he's loading in unloads see y'all after the show whatever during that time he had gone and robbed a bank (laughs) his first one of 31 (laughs) yes and so sean like we're talking about the smartest people we've ever met yeah and i mean sean is just a career con artist criminal but also like was an uncle to me an uncle to delaney like one of the cool, like, smartest dudes of all time reads, writes. They wrote movies about it. Anyways, that's how Rob met him. Sean, Sean, the first time I met Rob, was loading stuff in. Then he goes to prison, like, seven years later after his stint. And he's with Mike Finnegan, and Mike's telling these stories about his brother Sean. And Rob, out of the music now in L.A., still writing, like, screenplays. He starts hearing these stories about Sean, and he's like, Man, he's robbed 31 banks out of a gun. And, like, you know, every story is crazy. One time, like, I think, what is it, the minimum? They All banks have, like, say at the time, I don't know, 500 bucks cash ready to go. If you go rob it, here's this. Right. Well, one time, like, I think on his 30th bank robbery, they they fucked up and gave him, like, five grand or something, something right. some way bigger number than he was expecting. He goes out and he's got the duffel bag and he's like, I gotta do this again. So that's why I guess I did 31. So so but in in prison, Sean was like, 
the man. He was the guy for everything. And everybody's best friend, fun, charismatic, gets out of prison, has no friends but Rob. So <laughs> him and Rob are writing these movies. And Rob's, you know, a little grumpy and got to get shit done. And yeah. Sean's like, oh, where's... What me? <laughs> and uh, and so they write this movie called Locked Out, and it's about this guy that just like I can't get arrested to go back to prison. <laughs> like, he just this dude that could not get arrested. And he's trying everything to get arrested. Anyways, Sean Finnegan, genius. Wow, we should, we should shoot a movie. Can we? Yeah, why not, dude? We got the money. <laughs> you, you're about to have the money. Stop it, dude. Dude, by the way, I need some yeah, gas money. Please broke home. again, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You hear the birds chirping? That's because flowers are blooming and the grass is growing. It's time to mow your freaking lawn, dude. Thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped, you can trim the hedges below the belt safely and efficiently. And I'm talking about ball trimmers. That's right, ball trimmers. Spring has sprung and Manscaped has the best tools to get you ready. I recommend their Perfect Package 3.0. Package comes with the Lawnmower 3.0, which has a ceramic blade to reduce shaving accidents. Crucial. The package also includes the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver to have you uh to have your nether region smelling and feeling so so great. And I mean great. Lastly, the package comes with the travel bag and boxer briefs. You think what I'm thinking? That's right. This is the perfect package for your package. Jinx. <laughs> Just kidding. Not really. Um, I used to nick my nuts all the time. It was really a tragedy. Y'all wouldn't believe it. It was a battle every time I tried to do some self-grooming. But then Manscaped joined my team, and I win the self-grooming game every time. It's not even close. Sometimes I just walk around with the lawnmower 3.0 just for fun because I like it that much. Um, join the other 2 million men who trusted Manscaped. They're here to make sure your balls are smooth and smelling nice. I like it when two other million men are in charge of my balls being smooth and nice. Don't you? After all, it's time for spring cleaning. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code EARNEST20. Hey, that's 20% off of free shipping with the code EARNEST20. EARNEST20 at manscaped.com. It's spring cleaning, baby, and your balls will thank you. All right, let's do one more segment before. Oh, you want to do this one? This is a. I think we move on from the fan <laughs> question. We, we had a good one and had a good conversation. I want to do Live in La Vida Local because... You know, we both grew up here. This is a segment. Basically, the question is... is <laughs> Good. Thumbs up. Go ahead. Awesome. What What's your favorite restaurant in Nashville? Well, you know, it's been a while since I've ate around town, so I don't know if any of these places are open still. But OG Nashville, what's your favorite restaurant? As cliche as it sounds, um, Silver Sands, the, th- oh, the wow. main three out north Nashville. Yes. Silver Sands still there? You, you work out that area. It's gone. Some Sounds meet like and three. Uh, Harper's used to be a meet and three right on, uh, right by uh, TSU. And of course, Sweats. Sweats. I'm a big fan of the meet and threes. The yeah. original Princes, of course. Arnold's. Right off Trinity. Right Arnold's. Yeah, absolutely. But I was less of an Arnold. No disrespect. I was less of an Arnold's guy, more of a Dan Guire's guy. Mm-hmm. Or a Sweats guy. Sweats or Harper's, so right? So, of course, t- towards my end of my drug run in Antioch, they'd open up a new meet and three out there called H&T's. And it was fire, too. I just love the meat and threes, man. I just always was like, to me, that was as much Nashville as the hot chicken was. Yeah. And which was another thing, because some they were asking, like, 
what's the best hot chicken in Nashville? And to me, it's not Hattie B's. It's Prince's. It's got to be yeah, Prince's. It's got to be Prince's or, or Bolton's. Bolton's. Yep, absolutely. My For picture's sure. on the wall on the east side Bolton's with no Mr. Bolton. No fucking way. Yeah, we shot the Bad Boy music video at Bolton's and... Um, Afterwards, he comes out and was like, "We're gonna get my picture." I'm so with you. jealous of you. I've yet to have my picture put in. My picture's anything. in Bolton, except for but I haven't just even busted. I haven't seen I wasn't it. just busted once. There was a little magazine <laughs> oh, yeah. when you went. To I jail. have been at gas stations. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> just busted. <laughs> but um, I've never had it happen anywhere else. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I haven't even seen it, but we took the picture and they said it's friend in there. But. Yeah, dude, sweats, uh, Harpers, the old Harpers, Silver Sands. Those were like some of the original, like. Really good spots. Carol Ann's out South Nashville. Oh, yeah. It's fire. You ever go out to Barbara's off old off of Old Hillsborough Road? Oh, dude, for sure. The All rolls the at Barbara's. Barbara's is so good. You know what? The poppy seed chicken. Oh, my God, dude, bro. Dude, I'll leave here right now and go there if they're open. I hey, swear to God, I would. That place and, is so and fire. And not, but I haven't even thought about Barbara's in about a year. And oh, would, my God. You know, the cool thing is when I play Temple Hills, I have to pass it. So I hop in and grab oh, me some yes. poppy seed chicken and some rolls. <sighs> we also, me and Struggle, finished recording uh, Waylon and Willie... I guess the last one, four, at the castle right there, yeah. right by Barber's. The, yeah, that's where my parents' house spot. was, and that's where I, I, all of high school I was right uh Old Hillsborough Road, turn right onto Old Natchez, yep, yep. and then right there, that curb, where there's like, there's like a little church on the corner, private drive back oh, in there. Oh, yeah. I caught that church lawn on fire in high school. How? Um, I, th- I was with a buddy. And we were leaving, and I it was like Fourth of July weekend. I I don't I don't know if it was before or after Fourth of July, but I had a smoke bomb. Oh shit! And I didn't mean to catch the lawn on fire. I guess it just hadn't rained in three years or whatever. <laughs> because because I just threw a smoke bomb out the window of my car into the church. I mean, it's like a back road gravel parking lot. It wasn't like Main Street Church, right? And um, yeah, didn't think anything of it. I was just smoking up the corner. And then come back after we like went to Sonic or something, maybe an hour and a half later, come back and the whole lawn is torched and smoking and there's like a little flame. And then there's my fucking smoke bomb like in cartridge laying there. And I'm like, oops. (laughs) Who did that fucking asshole? What kind of asshole? Incarcerate that piece of shit. Man, dude. And that, and yeah, that would have been. Williamson, out of been Franklin Sheriff yeah. just sits there in that parking oh, yeah. all the time. Fuck but, yeah, that Williamson County cop too. Um, you know, Barbers is absolutely fire. Barbers is great. Yep. There's, um, you know, the newer things I've enjoyed coming here. Like, do you ever go to? Um, I would go completely blank right now on M Street, the Italian restaurant across from Came Prime Moto. Yes. I like Moto a lot. No, 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 for sure. Good Italian food. Believe it or not, I like that. You're talking about that little area right there, right next to Virago, that Mexican spot. San Anejo. San Anejo. Yeah, that's just fire, man. Ooh, what's the, they just put a great new Mexican spot down at Fifth and Broadway. Blanco. Okay, dope. Bro. I mean. That's good. The queso. I love the diner. Forget about it. I'm glad the diner's here now. I think that's a cool addition to the city. Where's the diner? Right downtown where it's got like the four floors and each floor is like is a certain kind of food. Really? Third. I think it's yeah. on third. It's on like third or something. It's right downtown. We got drunk and ended up there a few times. I think it's cool. Yeah. Broadway's so different than when we were growing up. Yeah, I still keep it between legends and the stage, man. Yeah. That's old school to me. I might go to Kid Rocks just because it's Kid Rocks. 
Yeah. And Rippy's has got some good barbecue, of course, but I try to keep it right there. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I miss Paradise Park. I miss gonna, Paradise Park so bad. I would go in there, Paradise dog. Park. You know what? You know what it meant the most? At 3.30 in the morning, it was the only place you just got kicked out of a bar. You have nowhere to go. And Paradise place, Park yeah. was open till 4, 4.30 selling the burgers. Yes. Dude, I would go in there and... Dog, dude, it was the fucking spot, dude, with the tater tots, <sighs> man, and the burgers. And it's dirt cheap. And what was it, $3 pitchers above? Oh, dude, yes, dude. It was the fucking spot, dude. Bro, and that was Yo, before- did you know right above that spot right there, I forgot the brother's name that owned most of the town, Max or something like that's one of the brother's name, but they had that private club upstairs. You ever go Yeah, around? yeah, yeah. A little cigar joint up there. Yeah, but it was like private. You had to have like a, you know, whatever yes. you pay, like an initiation fee and shit. And this is where Sportsman's Lodge is now, by the way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And dude, I would go, I'll never forget, I got invited one night and got kicked out the same night and never let back. <laughs> I was with a dude that was like, yo, man, you're cool as Goldbergs. I think that's her name, right? Yeah. It was like, yo, man, Max is my homie. You're straight. I knew Max, too. He's a good guy. Shout out, Max. Shout out, Max. But he was like, yeah, man, you're straight. Do whatever you want. I was like, whatever I want? He was like, yeah. So I'm sitting on the balcony doing rails of coke and smoking weed. That was very short-lived. That was, like, yeah. super short-lived. They said like, whatever I want. Yeah, I was like, what did y'all, like, what do you think whatever you want meant to me? Like, what did y'all think? I, how yeah. did you think I was going to translate like that? Not yeah. I immediately <laughs> sat down and rolled a joint. I was like, oh, oh time to fire a doobie. You know what I'm saying? Pe- this I is peed on a guy's bed at church camp while he was out of the cabin one time because our counselor told us to just shut the fuck up as long as we stayed quiet. I don't care what you do. I said, well, what if I piss on your bed? He goes, I don't care as long as you're quiet. And he you left like, and I pissed uh-huh. on his fucking bed. Lucky for you. I drank water. I was eight or nine, but still, <laughs> I had that there. I love that at nine o'clock he was like pissing on his bed. Fuck yeah, it. I asked. <laughs> he did say it. But whose um, hat is that? This Stevenson Ranch, dude. Okay. Uh, these are my boys. We'll get you a pack. Okay. Um, pretty much the only hat I wear. I think we're gonna do a couple runs. Steve Ernson Ranch. It's okay. Mike Stud and. His homie Foley, his creative director, who I'm going to start working with some. And yeah, I, thought, uh, I thought that's what it was. Was I asked because you know me and Mike did a uh, did the that's Big right. Boy anthem that's for right. Yeah, Shab. Yeah, shout out Mike. Mike's going to get on the podcast yeah, too. Shout out Shab. Shab's the Shab too. But um, Mike took me on tour with him two years ago. Oh, dope. When I had no record label or nothing, right? Just took me out to that's and I, so awesome. And we've been homies ever since that whole squad. So they're helping me. Uh, I mean, they just hooked me up with all these hats, and I, they fit my head good. So I'm, right. it's all I wear. Heck yeah, yeah. Stevenson Ranch. Shout out, Steve. Shout out, Steve. You never know. Steve. Send me some shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jelly me, roll needs me the back. Um, but anyways, dude, thank you so much for coming on today. And then we gotta have. Are you, you back. kicking me off? I just got excited. Let's finish that shot. There's two options here. Yeah, fire to do. We're up. All right. So what if that was just a thanks for coming on? Thanks for staying on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, fuck, don't rush me off. We can put this part on my YouTube channel. <laughs> uh, Hanging out now. No, Alex owes me one. Yeah, he split no, on me no, early no, last no, time. Earning Jelly Roll. Yeah. After yeah. Hours. What were we talking bailed. about yesterday? Me doing like a Howard Stern, uh, where it's like, now we can talk about, if we hadn't been talking about R-rated stuff yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This has been so PG-13. This is our chance to really go nuts. Yeah. Uh, yeah um i'm with whatever dog i'm here i'm drinking and smoking let's just kick it either way i hope y'all keep this 
I hope you keep this conversation that yeah. we were literally right. having you, that talk. Will you come back on here? Whenever. Okay, because yeah. we're not. It's, I wasn't hard two, to get here. For the hours, record, I've been in the comments hours. trying to get on this show for three months. We're two hours. I tried to get on this show you. when you did it last time, we motherfucker. We Fucking shit. And then you took a hiatus and came back like, no, I swear I'm doing it again. I was like, dog, and I've seen it fucking one. <laughs> <laughs> and, I've, and I've seen like everybody on it but me. I was like, yo. All right, well, now it's finna be just you. Okay, yeah. If I should be like the unofficial code. We should get two mics like Alex has got one. If we just stopped having guests and just didn't say anything, we just only have Jelly from that one. Just being earnest is now a Earn and Jelly Roll podcast. Jelly being earnest. Yeah. <laughs> nah, dude, this was fun, though. This was good. We got to talk about some shit I never talk about. That's fun. That was fun. No, oh, dude. I just, um, we can close it out like this, man. Thank you. You should pass that duber while you're closing it out, though. Oh, I think you let it go. Through your <laughs> I still feel like you should have to take that shot before we get off here. I will. Look. I don't know. I think if you didn't do I'm it in a, front I'm of the camera, it didn't happen. I'm not doing that shot. It's too much. <laughs> I got to be a responsible boy. I have church in the morning. You said we'll close it out. I'm like just kidding. This. I don't know. Yeah, we'll close it. Out. We'll close it out like this. Look, um, I appreciate you for everything you've done for Nashville and everything you're fixing to do for the music format as we know it. I also appreciate you as a friend and thank you for coming on here. I love you. And I, I love you like family, bro. And yes, anything you ever need from me, you got it. Stop it, baby. I love Jelly you, Roll on Just Being Earnest. This is my favorite episode yet, I think. Sorry to anybody if that offends you. Just come back and beat it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be the co-host. Yeah, bro. I love you, bro. Appreciate you. Thank you. Good times. Just being earnest. Just being earnest. Just be in earnest, just be in earnest.